and welcome to the Mustard Seed Moments podcast. My name is Laura Drake. This is a podcast all about faith. So whether you're looking for a little encouragement today, you just need some hope, or you want to be reminded about the truth of who God really is, then this is a podcast for you. In these episodes, we will take time to say a prayer, open God's word, and talk about some encouraging truths and uplifting stories. My prayer for this time is that it will infuse a little bit of hope into your week. Do you struggle with gratitude? Do you desperately want to see the good and the positives and be hopeful, but then you wake up and life happens and you just don't feel thankful for where you're at? If you feel that way currently or have felt that way in the last year, I'm sure somebody has in 2020. And this episode is for you. Let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you for this time. I pray that you would humble all of our hearts and open our eyes to see all the beautiful blessings and love and provision that you have for us. God, I desperately want a heart of thanks. I listen to the Psalms where David is so moved with thanks and praise for you that he can't keep himself from dancing. Lord, I pray that you would fill all of our hearts with a thanks and a praise and gratitude that overflows. Lord, I pray that you open our eyes to see and our hearts to receive. Lord, bless this time and in your holy name. Amen. Okay, so the mustard seed moment I have for us today is giving thanks is a learned habit that when lived out changes your heart and honors God. All right, friends, today we are going to talk about giving thanks and specifically giving thanks to the Lord in all circumstances. I love this topic because I've grown a lot over the last year when it comes to this topic specifically in that I've learned that Thanksgiving is truly a habit and that it is an intention. It's an intentional act and you have to be intentional about giving thanks, especially when you add the in all circumstances. Thanksgiving can just flow out of us. And sometimes it does, right? Sometimes something awesome happens and you just can't help but praise the Lord. Someone's cancer screening comes back negative. They get the job they wanted. They meet their spouse. They have a cute baby. Like life is good. You just praise the Lord. It is awesome. But what about the other circumstances? How do you give thanks how do you give thanks in 2020? Man, that was a tough, that, that was, that was a habit that you had to intentionally form. And I was not perfect at it, but that was, man, how do you, how do you give thanks amid such strife, amid job loss, amid sadness, depression? Like how do you give thanks in all circumstances? Uh, so I just love this topic and I feel like it's so good to talk about giving thanks to the Lord um, 
for the truth of why we give thanks. Cause I think it's easy to give thanks in those circumstances that I mentioned previously where we're thanking him for the blessings, but the scriptures we're going to get into today and read about are the reminder that we give thanks to God, not for what he gives to us, but simply for who he is. And so we're going to dive in. We're going to start with this Elizabeth Elliot quote that I absolutely love so much. Um, Revive Our Hearts, which is a great podcast, um, did a really good sermon series over Thanksgiving time, very appropriate, that went over gratefulness and cultivating a grateful heart. And um, I can link that those uh, episodes in the show notes. But one of the quotes from Elizabeth Elliot that they mentioned that I just had never heard before but absolutely loved is this. It is always possible to be thankful for what is given and ungrateful for what is not given. One or the other will become a habit. Oh, man, so much truth in that. Okay, so the verses we're going to start with, uh, one is in Thessalonians and one in Ephesians. Um, First Thessalonians, I should say, which I've already um, referenced a time or two, uh, Thessalonians, First Thessalonians 5.18, and just wanting to talk over these scriptures as kind of a starting ground, but also making sure to touch on the chapters themselves, because that's always important not to just pull a verse randomly um, out of the Bible or out of context, uh, but recognizing that in chapter 5 of First Thessalonians, it's talking over uh, what we are to live like and look like now that we are aware, now that we are, uh, as it references earlier, children of light, children of the day. Um, when we become Christians and are walking in this light now, this is how we are to act. Uh, so it's just always such a, such a good habit to get into of making sure to read the context around your verses. But later on in uh, chapter 5, it talks over rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise the prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good, and abstain from every evil. And we'll stop there with First Thessalonians, but... Pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, rejoice always, always. Gosh, that's such a hard, <laughs> that is a hard thing to do. Um, and then when we turn to Ephesians, so with Ephesians, uh, I like to look at my context starting back in chapter four, actually talking about the unity of the body of Christ and the new life and how we are now to live no longer as Gentiles, but how we are to live now that we are of the body of Christ. So that's where our context for this verse comes from and um, our call to give thanks comes from. So we'll start in verse 19, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart, giving thanks always for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Giving thanks always for everything to God, for everything to God. Man, that's hard. This is where 
I want to turn to the Psalms. I love the Psalms because I feel like when I read this, when I read giving thanks always for everything or giving thanks in all circumstances, I picture somebody telling me that when I am brokenhearted and struggling and sad and I'm expected to, you know, grin and bear it and, you know, find some joy and like be fake or be unauthentic. And that's just, uh, that's just not real to life. I, and this is why I love the Psalms. I love that God gave us the Psalms because they're such a beautiful picture of emotion and rawness and realness and because the psalmists don't hold back they have sorrow and sadness but the psalms are the reminder of you aren't we shouldn't be glorifying our emotions or giving them all of the power but we don't have to deny them or pretend like circumstances aren't hard or painful or that it's not ever okay to mourn it is okay to mourn it is okay to be frustrated or hurting or sad but we are to take those pains those laments and bring them before the lord and so um that's where we'll turn to the psalms next and we will start with psalm 100 which is an awesome psalm for giving thanks and that is the title of the psalm a psalm for giving thanks so this is the word of the lord make a joyful noise to the lord all the earth serve the lord with gladness come into his presence with singing know the lord he is god it is him who made us and we are his we are his people and his sheep of his pasture enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. For the Lord is good. His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. And whenever I read something like that, especially that last part, for the Lord is good, I always like to look back to the part before that of what am I, what am I looking at here? So it's give thanks to him. Bless his name for he is good. We are giving thanks to him and blessing his name for the Lord is good and his steadfast love endures forever. That's how you praise and give thanks in all circumstances. Not giving praise for sin or for heartbreak and sadness and sorrow, but because God is good and that we can trust that his steadfast love is enough for us and sufficient even in those times, and that we can trust him with those things. Even in those things, he is still shedding his steadfast love upon you. He is still faithful in all of that. But that's definitely a learned habit and something you have to cultivate and be intentional with. Um, the other psalm that I um, wanted to read through is one that I feel like helps kind of hone in on what else I was saying, which is that it's not about denying a struggle or a circumstance or rejoicing fakely or forced forcefully, but it's about 
acknowledging those feelings, placing them before God, but then elevating God above them. And so I love Psalm 43 because it's titled, Send Out Your Light and Your Truth. But this is a psalm about a need for vindication. It's about ungodly people. It's a cry for refuge and peace. It's a psalm about mourning and oppression. And it's a psalm that's calling God to action in circumstances that are not ideal and praising God not because he's answered, but praising God because of who he is. And so this is part of where I feel like this intentionality of really talking to ourselves in in these moments and preaching to ourselves the truth of the gospel, which is what the psalmists demonstrate over and over and over again. Like I said, so rich, so good. Um, but this is what Psalm 43, 5 says. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation and my God. Our hope is in God and we can praise him because of who he is. We can rest in who he is and in all circumstances, give him praise. Um, there's a really cute book that I also really love. This is a not a Christian book. It's uh, just a cute story um, written by an author. Her name's Catherine Center. Um, and I just found this super interesting. This book is called Happiness for Beginners. Uh, and I'll link that down in the show notes too. It's just a super cute story about this girl who is going through a really difficult season in her life. And she goes on an adventure to try and change who she is. Um, but she just is really struggling. She does not see things positively or have a happy mindset. And one of the people she meets along the way is studying psychology and talks over a study that was done. Uh, it's a secular study, but it's super interesting. And I feel like it's applicable here. So bear with me. It was a study that was done on happiness, and they found that if you looked at happy people and compared them to people who aren't as happy, and if you could quantify happiness in some sort of way and say there are two people, and in their day, they have the same quantity of happiness within their day, and one of those people is happy, and the other person, not so happy. The difference between the happy person and the unhappy person wasn't anything to do with the quantity of happiness they experienced. It simply had to do with the fact that the happy person remembered it. They remembered what was happy and good about their day. And so the suggestion that the girl in the book gives to the girl who's struggling is just find a couple things every day that you're that made you happy that you're grateful for and essentially I feel like happiness and a grateful thankful heart are very similar which is why I feel like this is applicable in that looking for the good in your day and your circumstances no matter what they are even if you don't feel like you can see anything in it it's a habit practice that is scientifically proven actually to make you happier. And that was the coolest part of the study that she mentioned to her is that when people started cultivating this habit of remembering the things in their day 
that brought them joy or happiness, they became happier people. Wow. So stinking cool. Like I said, super cute book. I'll link it in the show notes. Not a Christian book, just a great read. Um, But when I think about that Elizabeth Elliot quote about how it's always possible to be thankful for what is given and ungrateful for what is not given, but one or the other will become a habit. I think about that and I think about just making an intentional practice. If you don't have an intentional routine practice of praise and thanksgiving in your life, which I would say, I don't know a lot of people who necessarily do. Maybe people do and we just don't talk about it enough. We definitely should talk about it more, but make a routine. I know gratitude jars are super popular. They made a wave a while back of, you know, writing down something good when it happens, putting it in a jar and at the end of the year, rereading through it. I will say one of the habits I've cultivated partly after reading that book was making a list of three things at the end of every day that made me happier that I was grateful for. Some days it's harder than others. Some days You know, I have coffee on there more than once because I had more than one cup of coffee. I give thanks for coffee a lot. But sometimes it's great things. Sometimes it is a negative cancer screen for a friend. Sometimes it is the joy of a new beautiful baby being brought into this world. Sometimes it is the amazing blessing of one of my good friends meeting their spouse and their partner and just rejoicing in them with that. Sometimes it's big things and sometimes it's little things, but the truth that we can solidly rest on in the scriptures is that we can give thanks in all circumstances because God is good and his steadfast love endures forever. We give praise to God, not because of our circumstances, but because of who he is and he is unchanging. He is loving. He is faithful and he's just so good. He's so good. And so we will give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in our lives. I'm going to close our time today by reading from Habakkuk 3, 17 through 19. I just love these verses as a beautiful reminder of praising God in all circumstances. This is what the word of the Lord says. Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope that talking over Thanksgiving and focusing on blessings was an encouragement for your heart today and reminded you of truth and beauty of who God really is. My prayer is always that these simple moments will encourage you and ground you in your faith. I know God can do such amazing things even with these little moments. You can find me on Instagram at Mustard Seed Podcast, and feel free to reach out with any questions, comments. Um, I love getting feedback. I hope you guys have an amazing week, and may God bless you. Thank you.